0: My favorite Jesse is Jesse Pinkman or Pinkman. Hey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's your boy now.
0: That's my favorite Jesse. Oh, that's right. And that, oh,
1: there's another episode of Westworld I got to watch.
0: I can't get into it. You tried? No, I I didn't even attempt to, honestly, because I have, (laughs) I have my opinions about what I, I am willing to watch and what I am not. And I have a feeling this may come up during the podcast.
1: Good. With that being said, 5
0: 4, four
2: 3 2, two 1 Hello world in a song that we're
1: singing Come on get happy
2: The whole land is bright
1: That was great guys. Yeah. Everyone.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: That was so good. Another flawless countdown to what will be, of course, a flawless episode of the Happy Hour, as we are all kidding. accustomed to.
2: Um,
1: yeah. uh, happy May the 4th. It is the unofficial holiday of Star Wars, which I think is more official now than it's, it has uh, been. Yeah. I mean, ever since Disney took over, they make a holiday out of it. So there you go. Yep. Um, everyone was uh, giving their uh, opinions on the uh, Star Wars franchise. And I have opinions. So do I. And this actually famous. kind of sort of almost ties into the haves, Paul Byron. Idiot. So, <laughs> oh, let's get started with this. My day. name is David Oj, and I am at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. And I'm joined, as always, by Beth.
2: I'm Beth. I'm very angry with Dave Byron right now. <laughs> um, but I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-O-I-T on Twitter.com.
1: And
0: Veronica. Yeah, I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on the twitter i need like a signature sound
1: and we are the happy hour (laughs) we'll figure it out it's been two and a half years (laughs) and we are the happy hour at happy hour on twitter and we're just gonna we're gonna jump right into this controversy Mm that
0: happened
1: now here's the issue and it's not gonna be all that hockey related and uh i'm struggling with something under my desk here actually so i'm kind of distracted did you get a
2: cat no
1: (gasps) half have cats So, <clears throat> it's my virtual reality headset cable that won't stay tied around my tie. Anyway, now yeah. that that's taken care of. Um, Paul Byron. Remember
0: when I thought that your virtual reality headset was your COVID mask? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, you're it, not covering the right parts. Right, right.
1: It covers my eyes. And let me tell you something, too. When you, when you put this thing on, this headset, you're completely blind to the world. It's, it's total darkness. It's awesome, it is awesome, and yeah. Speaking of that, go, going further afield, uh, I finished a Half Life Alex virtual reality game and it was incredible. <clears throat> Any fan of the Half Life series, you have to play it. I'm sorry, you have to somehow get yourself a headset and just dive in. It's incredible. 16 hours worth of gameplay, not a lot in typical games, but in virtual reality, it's completely different. So, you have to kind of expands your uh your mind and expectations when it comes to that regardless back to the topic on hand star wars a hollowed (laughs) celebration of everything that's star wars nowadays um paul byron had his uh instagram story um q a thing that that the habs do now uh with all the players they apparently they all get a day it seems or at least they do one one a week i think yeah yeah, seems like that. So Paul Byron ranked his uh, favorite Star Wars movies, which is all of them. Everyone has a list of Star Wars movies. I put mine up today. It's the correct one. Paul Byron's is not. The reason being, and this is going to get into some real hardcore nerdy shit, is that Paul Byron ranked The Last Jedi as the worst Star Wars movie ever created on the face which of what? this Sorry? planet. The, the last most recent one. Jedi. No. Right. Not the most recent no. one. Oh, the, the second to most recent, which which is the most divisive of the recent Star Wars movies in the recent trilogy. Is that, that the I one think, with Baby Yoda? No.
2: No,
1: that's a no. TV show. That is a TV okay. show. That's okay, though. It's all right. So, But the Baby Yoda show, I even have <laughs> opinions on that. I think it's trash. It's if, right, Baby Yoda, if Baby Yoda wasn't in that show, no one would watch it. Oh, okay. However, there was an episode with Bill Burr that was excellent. And the last episode of that show was also excellent because it was directed by. Oh, George Lucas. No, it would have been worse if he directed it, honestly, because he's a. Wasn't he the first one? Yes. Yeah, he directed the first one and it was like his Hail Mary in directing. Oh. And for okay. the rest of the rest of the original trilogy, it was different directors. Who, FYI, passed away shortly after directing *Empire Strikes Back* and *Return of the Jedi*. Two different oh. directors. Strange, hmm. weird phenomena.
2: Like
1: um,
0: um pol- poltergeist. Yes, yeah. like all, but all of them died. Like, yeah. Practically. Yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the director of the last episode of Mandalorian* was Taika Waititi.
2: Oh my god! I was right.
1: Yes, and he's incredible. And apparently and he's going to direct also, the next
2: movie.
1: Yes, he got. He, he's yes, not and dead? No, 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 no. He directed no. an episode okay, of a talking? TV show, not a movie. Oh,
0: okay. There's we were lot. talking There's about the Baby
1: Yoda show. The last okay. episode of that. Stay every episode is directed by a different director for whatever reason. You know, because John right. Favreau wants to be in another freaking Star Wars, and then every actor that wants to be in Star Wars, it's like. It's, I hate what it's become. Every actor wants to be in Star Wars in any way, shape or form. And yeah, it's cool, but it's also uh, let's throw a guy in just for shits and giggles. It's like no that's mm-mm. you shouldn't build a you shouldn't build uh, an a episode franchise? or a movie around uh, building an, other, an, an actor's clout because that happened a lot in the Mandalorian. I wasn't a fan of it. So,
0: it's the latest Waititi, movie.
1: That's why the Mandal- the last episode of The Mandalorian was excellent. And okay. now we're going to get to The Last Jedi, the movie that Paul Byron listed as the worst uh, Star Wars film. I do not agree. And um it's 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 the most divisive movie in Why? It is the it's kind of like the Price Halak conversation of Star Wars.
0: Right.
1: It's that like, oh no, maybe it'd be what's what's worse. Oh no, this is the Suban trade. Of, oh
0: my god.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that that's the kind of that's the level of um divisiveness oh. that this has caused, and it's still going on. Uh, Ryan Johnson made uh the Last Jedi in what he wanted it to be, and not exactly what Disney wanted it to be. A lot of the things that happened in the Rise of Skywalker the last movie that happened to conclude everything the most recent one that came out retconned a lot of stuff that happened in the last jedi so it's kind of like you have the force awakens the first movie of this franchise kind of build the foundation of what they're trying to do ryan johnson took a bit of that but also did a lot of his own stuff and then uh the rise of skywalker like is it it they're almost like 3 different movies that have no cohesiveness with with themselves and it's just such a disappointment of of how that all worked out but the reason why the last jedi is so poorly accepted by fans or greatly accepted by fans is how they handled luke skywalker's character and i believe that's the whole that's the crux of why it's so divisive and why paul byron probably hates it he I am I'm assuming and this is all conjecture. This is all opinion. It's not fact. It's
0: because opinion. he didn't provide any rationale?
1: I no, he just said that this is the worst one and they just went through the rest of his list. Oh, I see. Um and I believe that's the case is because everyone wanted Luke Skywalker to be the savior of the resistance against the the First Order, you know, bad guys. And Luke Skywalker was not that. Spoiler alert. More spoilers to come. Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi wanted to abandon the Jedi Order. He didn't want a temple. He didn't want nothing. After defeating the Emperor and after defeating Darth Vader and after starting his own school and having it end tragically, he said, you know what? The Force is not meant for us. I'm going to just abandon it, take all the texts, and just go off to an island to live by myself. So he became a hermit. Until in the in the uh, events of uh, The Last Jedi, Rey, the girl, uh, goes to seek him out to get training from him, the last Jedi master, and uh, eventually convinces Luke that this is something that he has to do. And eventually he does it. He's convinced that, okay, I have to do something in regards to this. And in the end, uh, events unfold like they do. And uh, people wanted badass Skywalker, but what we got was this weirdo hermit guy that didn't want anything to do with the Force in the first place. Now, deeper into this conversation, Mark Hamill didn't like The Last Jedi, the script for it. He also expected Luke to be a savior. And when Mark Hamill says something, that's great weight increases. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's Luke Skywalker. He's the Joker, the voice of the Joker in the animated yes. movie of Batman. He does all sorts of stuff. Mark Hamill is by far an excellent human being as well. So yes. it's uh it's an interesting thing. He also, he goes to, oh, he goes to hospitals to visit patients and he goes in character to meet people and stuff. You know, he's such That's a amazing, oh, he's such a great, great guy. And uh, he's so funny on talk shows. He talks about everything when it comes to Star Wars. He's, he has no filter with that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he's really, really great about it. And um, he's
0: read Trump tweets as oh, the Joker.
1: Exactly. <laughs> There's just yes, so good.
0: They're, incredible. They're yeah. incredible. He's great. So,
1: to to put all this to close, since I've been rambling about it and not the Habs enough, uh, Lord Byron, you are incorrect, and I Ooh. don't think I like the rest of your list either. He, oh. he, he <laughs> as always, puts Empire Strikes Back as the best Star Wars film. I can't say anything against it, but my favorite Star Wars film is Return of the Jedi. So, you know, what what can you do? What can you do? Anyway, I've been speaking for Byron too long.
0: Should do, you should have a, a side project uh, podcast episode where you talk about metal music oh, and Lord. the Star Wars.
1: We really could. I would love to do that. Paul yeah, Byron, yeah, you're invited.
0: To Mark Berger-Bank.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no problem.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beth, what do you have to say about all this?
0: So,
2: I have not seen the, like, four of the most recent Star Wars movies, my roommates are actually watching all of them through. I did grow up on the original trilogy, and I saw the prequels in theaters. I had a crush on Hayden Christensen because I didn't know any better. Um, Paul Byron can like whatever he likes, in my opinion. It'd be boring if everybody liked all, had all the same favorite movies. Um, like my favorite yeah. Harry Potter movie is probably not the same as everybody else's. What is it? Is fine. It's yours. Yeah. Tell what us is it. right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I really like um, the Order of the Phoenix.
0: Okay. Okay. What?
2: Yeah. Okay. Everybody That's else. it's not likes- Veronica's favorite. <laughs> everybody else likes everybody else likes Prisoner of Azkaban, which is really good.
1: Yeah, I was an Azkaban guy.
2: Was Azkaban. It? Order of the Phoenix is also my favorite book in the series as well
1: completely different conversation though. Yeah. And you but yeah. you, you know, you know. Definitely
2: and I also definitely. I you have a yeah. real
0: soft spot for the very first movie?
2: Oh yeah. I saw that in theaters and um it like it was just so different from a lot of stuff that I'd seen before hadn't seen before. Um I'm actually I actually put a poll up uh last night and the results won't be in for another couple of hours, but I put a poll up last night asking which soundtrack would win in a fight the Star Wars soundtrack or the Harry Potter soundtrack. And um it's been interesting so far. Right Ooh. now Star Wars is I think still winning.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hard to go up against yeah. John Williams. Because I don't think yeah. the same guy was used in all the Harry Potters, was it?
0: I voted for
2: Harry Potter. No. John Williams did did some um like John Williams did some of the like very first uh themes for harry potter and they are yeah. those are still used throughout the films but he didn't do everything
1: yeah that's a tough one i mean i get it that's a good conversation though yeah it's such mm-hmm. a yeah. like oh my god i think uh when it comes to this the music and Wars, you can almost say that every every one of the films is almost like you don't even need the films you can just have the music almost just because yeah of how, you, i how would literally just sit,
2: sit and listen to the music mm-hmm. and you don't need to see anything even you can like get the vibes yeah um,
1: like um especially for myself i love the theme in actually empire strikes back when um when the crew the good guys are uh, going through the asteroid field that whole theme of the the chase of the tie fighters dodging all the rocks and trying to get uh, to each other was really cool it's yeah. one of my favorite ones Oh my! I could go through the entire thing. I Good don't job. Want to.
2: Yeah, that was wonderful. Um, but also speaking of Paul Byron, he had his he did have his Q and A today. I asked him a question. I finally figured out a question to ask. Somebody asked the same question in oh, the less the less interesting way. <laughs> And their question <laughs> got answered instead. I was like, Can-? like I want. I was trying to make him smile and maybe oh. laugh a little bit. But,
0: I didn't see the Q and A. What was the question?
2: Um, I my the way I said it was, are you doing anything special to maintain your signature speed during quarantine? Mm, oh, perfect. That's a and, good one. It right? is a good one. And somebody else was just like, how do you train to be so fast? And I was just like, that's. That's boring. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. if you're a listener, but <laughs> you should have taken this just for me. You should take taken a step back. <laughs>
0: after, um, especially after all the times that you've tried to meet him. Yes. Paul Byron does not care about me. It's fine. He could have at least answered your question.
2: <sighs> yeah. Um, but what he did he say? He was just like, I've always been fast. It's something that has been noticed since I was a kid. And he said he's noticing it in his son as well. Um, and so he just with like I've kind of just always had things tailored to being speedy.
1: How old's his son?
2: Uh, I think five.
1: I was going to say that's a, he's a, he's still a little twerp.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think Eliana is
0: nine.
1: Right. Oh, no kidding. He has like children.
0: Yeah. He's got a few.
1: Like they can they, they can see. I think more than a
0: couple. I thought he just Doesn't said he? the two. I thought he said the two, because I know at right now. Eliana it was there when they
2: three. got married. And hmm. then I think Bryson is Wait. his is his son and he came a couple years later.
1: Bryson.
2: I think it's Bryson. Or is Bryson I... one of the Weber kids?
0: No.
1: That sounds like a Petrie child.
0: Weber's has a very, I think it's like Chase or something like that. It's very like. It's, oh, it's very,
1: very. I bet Chadley.
0: Cra- no, no, no. He definitely Frat does not name. have a Chad.
1: Um, not a Chadley.
0: Chadley. Okay, I'm looking Terrible. for Paul. Am I wrong? <laughs> Chadley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paul Byron. Oh yeah, it looks like he just. Well, he has the two. According to Instagram, hmm. you are right. Mm-hmm. Let me have a look at that little boy. I thought
1: there was a third. Oh, well.
0: So did I. I don't know why. Yeah, Paul he looks just like he could be about guy. five. Yeah. Paul just looks like an
2: extra kid. Oh, um, yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did also do something I really liked. Somebody asked for um, Mother's Day gift ideas um, since people can't go out to the store. And instead of just saying, mm. oh, order something online or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He was like, perform an act of love or an act of service for the mom in your life. So, if it's your wife, like, urge your mom, do breakfast in bed, clean the house, wash her car, um, make her a card. He said that he and his wife uh, make make each other cards sometimes, and he really likes it. Um, and I thought that was really neat. I was like, "Good job, Paul Byron. Don't just be like, yeah. go on Amazon. He'd be like, don't be. He's like, don't be a lazy schmuck. Make something.
1: I had that conversation with my mother because I always try to get her something for Mother's Day. But given the current situation, um, because I'm a big deliverer, right? Yeah. Um, And getting things delivered in this time is kind of like not quite as appropriate despite all the the, uh, precautions that we can take, especially in Las Vegas. So because who knows what the hell those people are doing over there? Uh, Because my mother actually still goes into work. For whatever reason, I mean, she's the freaking what? head of her department. I know, believe me, she's nuts. Um, she sits in that big old building with like two other people, apparently. Um, so I had the conversation with her, and I will let's see, let me bring up the text message. Let me quote her <laughs> verbatim: "You're all good, David. Save your money. Nice. Oh, so I'll make up make it up to her in the summer. Her yeah, birthday's. Yeah. Oh no." at the end of the month <laughs> <laughs> this does not work very well
2: <laughs> oh no i got oh i can't tell you guys what i got my mom yeah you so can't I, sorry I, you I can tell us offline offline. but like my mom has a, a running like amazon wish list, like and i use that for christmas uh for her birthday for mother's day whenever i just want to like surprise her with something sometimes um i'll just like send her something from there and then i'll oh, like, yeah write her a note and, but like this time there was something I found that solved a problem that she's been having and, but it would also be a good gift. And so I text her and I was like, Hey, I found this thing for mother's day. Would you prefer that I get you something off your list or this thing that I found that you will like, and is useful just so she could like have the option because her birthday just passed and whatever. And yeah. I gave her stuff for that and. So, but yeah, I I got, I'm getting her the useful thing. I'm excited about it, but I'll tell you guys about it offline. Cause she's going to listen to this
0: episode and be like, <laughs> I, I know. That might be yeah. why she's listening.
2: Cause maybe, she's maybe. waiting
0: for you to like mistakenly drop her, whatever it is that you're giving her.
2: I try not to, cause I really like surprises. So I try really yes. like to keep it a secret. So yes. Yeah. Um, And then I have a sort of sad story, but it's also cute, if that's okay. okay. So I I can't remember if it was for last Mother's Day or for for, her her last birthday in November, but I gave my grandmother um, a a homesick candle. Have you guys heard of those? No. They're this brand of candles that... they're they they do a couple of countries and then they have a, they have a bunch of different states as well um and they are just supposed to be scented to remind you of the certain state so like um or or the country and so it's just things that you find in the state or are popular in the state or that the state is known for so last year I got my grandmother one for Iowa and my grandfather texted me the other day and said hey um I'm going through your grandmother's things and I found the candle that you gave her because my grandmother was from Iowa sorry and he was like I wanted to know if you would like to have it back um oh. and I was like oh yeah sure uh, I would like that And it smells really good it's just a really soft gentle scent um but I opened it and I was thinking that maybe it hadn't even been burned at all because like she just has mm-hmm. been so ill and whatnot but it had been burned like just a little bit up, up at the top and I was like oh she did get to enjoy it at least a little and now I get to enjoy it and just like think of her and stuff which I thought was really cool
0: that's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And that she enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's really sweet. Yes. Awesome. Good job. It's not sad. That's a lovely story. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What yeah. the hell, Beth?
2: <laughs> I really wanted to send you one, Veronica, but, but they don't have a Costa Rica one. What? I don't know how much you love Costa Rica. I was so upset. So I was like looking at things like, I was like Googling like Costa Rica candle in all these different ways, but they don't have one. That made me really sad. <sighs> That's
0: Sunday. okay. It is my favorite place in the world. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I've never been. I think I have to uh Yeah, you have to make a trip.
0: Yeah. Dave, <laughs> you're so pale. Yeah, you're going to have to cover up <laughs> Donda Estas. Wear a bandana hat. Long yeah, I'll, get, the whole I'll get a
1: floppy hat and everything. <laughs> do,
0: you Haw- do you wear a Hawaiian shirt? Hmm.
1: I own one. I do, actually. <laughs> one Hawaiian shirt. I think it's over large. Or, it's, I mean, it looks like a bag of me when I so wear that's
2: it. That's good. You, just, you, just wear, you can wear it unbuttoned with your shorts
1: yep, and your flip flops
2: yep. and your floppy hat and your sunglasses. You're good to yep, go. Yep, yep. Yeah,
1: that's exact. I'll have, like, a, a gob of um, sunscreen on my nose. Yeah, a cigar, and uh, they all just putz around <laughs> drinking rum all day.
0: <laughs> it's called Flor de Cana.
1: Flor de Cana?
0: It's its its own particular kind of rum, mm. and it is delicious. And the drinking and public rules are non-existent in Costa Rica. So we oh. would just put that stuff in our backpack with uh, some coca-cola and some ice and go down to the beach jesus it's i awesome. should not go <laughs> i would
1: be a an alcoholic beach bum
0: but i will tell you what what you had if you do dare go i'm not joking depending on what time of year you go we went at the end of january and it was like, you know, it was cold in January and we knew that it was going to go and it was going to be warm down there. It was in excess of 38 degrees, 38 degrees Celsius oh every Lord. time we were, every day that we were there. There was no relief for us <laughs> unless we were in the ocean. So I spent almost all my time. You, we walked off the plane because they let you off the plane and there's no such thing as like the.
1: As a terminal.
0: The like the <laughs> runway or whatever the thing that you like that elevated hallway the thing that you play. walk yes you just walk off the plane and walk onto the tarmac but <laughs> oh. we got to the door
1: my lord
0: and it was like whoo! Oh, like this wall of like this super heavy powered hair dryer just flipped our hair back And we were like, holy shit. And then I thought, well, it's just here because we just got off the plane. It's a tarmac. It's hot. No, no, no. It is that hot everywhere. And I'll tell you, what else: the bed and breakfast that we first stayed at, the air conditioning was not working. There was no such thing as sleep (gasps) until it started to cool off at at about 3 a.m. Upon whence, the roosters that the guy behind our bed and breakfast kept would start talking to each other so we'd get about 90 minutes of like peace and and like not boiling to death a night that's incredible it oh my god
1: that's incredible
0: when we remember it it's like holy shit but we went moving down the coast and went like the the following hotels that we stayed at all had a fully functioning ac Oh. You can be sure. Oh my God, it was so hot, that's, that's and it's just nuts. normal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. Like almost year round.
0: Well, I, I believe that there's like a rainy kind of storm season mm-hmm. that kicks in. You know, around. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to remember. I think it was like around May, June. That's like a really like I I, I can't believe it gets cold there. But it's (laughs) stormy, like monsoons. Have
1: to check it out. Oh my god! I hardly ever go to places that are like tropical when it comes to any sort of uh, vacationing that I do. So maybe I'll I'll switch it up sometime. I really want to go to Cuba, but um, Cuba, America. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. can't do that, unfortunately. I need a passport. Actually, I don't have one. Mine is expired at the end of the month.
0: Well, you ain't going nowhere.
1: Not for a, for a long time, and yeah. I put in my renewal application, and right on the website it says, um, you know, whatever the Department of um, – I think it's the Department of Homeland Security now handles that stuff, yeah. and you know how they are, fucking fascists. But they – um. <laughs> They said they pretty much said right on the website, we have no idea when we're going to get to actually doing these applications. So who knows? I have like at least a hundred dollar check in an envelope somewhere in the federal government's hands, along with my actual passport, because you have to mail both of those things physically to them. And um, well, we'll see what happens. And hopefully they accept my picture that I had to take myself and staple it to the application like some fucking (laughs) lunatic. can
0: i say something about star wars
1: you may yes please
0: the the thing about star wars for me is that i can't watch it well yeah i'm not capable of suspending disbelief in that manner it's like watching planet of the apes for sure you know i can't Mm -hmm. i can't like the walking rug chewbacca yeah. Or or like the robots who talk and like, it's really hard for me to suspend that disbelief. A long time ago I did see the Star Wars the first one or the fourth one or whatever it is called now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Dave, remember how you and I talked about the book?
1: That we yes. each had the picture book? Yes.
0: The glossy big picture mm-hmm.
1: book. That big one was R two D two on the cup. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. and I think it was dope.
0: Luke Skywalker, no?
1: I I remember as being R two. I remember that book being special because we were talking about it because Look. one of the pages in the book is one of the deleted scenes that didn't make it into the movie. Right, but yes. each page right. was like a still from the movie. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's right. So I can't – like when people are talking about it and how great it is, it's like Game of Thrones, I have some rules. I'm not – I don't watch movies where um, – I don't watch zombies. I, zombies I are so overdone i it's don't like... watch creatures with pointy ears or green colored creatures or like walking talking animals unless it's a kid's movie but star wars pretends to be serious right oh it's yeah. not like a kid's movie.
1: very serious
0: so it's really hard for me
2: anyway what were you gonna theater. say beth
0: Oh, sorry. I just
2: like this the zombies are so overdone yeah. and dry. It's like eating uh cold pasta for supper five weeks in a row.
1: I have something to say about that. And you are correct. Yeah. But let let's go through the timeline of zombies in modern cinema, shall we not? <laughs> so or not not even that. Zombies in video games is also a thing that happens. Um around the year Oh, shoot. 2011 or 2012 was when uh, the first Left 4 Dead video game came out, and it was labeled as a cooperative game that you play, and you're survivors of the apocalypse. And you're fighting hordes of zombies to get from like point A to point B. And every, every stage of a level, you're trying to get to a safe house. So you get to a safe house, you stock up on ammo, you heal everybody. And then, you know, you, you go out of the safe house and you go to the other leg of the trip. And it was super interesting. No one had ever done anything like that before in a video game. It was very well done. Simple concept, not crazy graphically, but it was so fun that people were just like, oh, you know, we can just get together and play this. It was good multiplayer, groundbreaking. After that, Dead Island came out. Dying Light came out. Every single Call of Duty since then has a zombie mode. And it's whenever people are like, oh, guys, the zombie mode in Call of Duty is so great. You know, I hear that like two weeks ago. I'm saying, like, no, it isn't. It's the same goddamn thing that they've been doing for the past decade. I'm sick of it. Now, I'm also a fan of The Walking Dead. (laughs) And and that show (laughs) has been going on forever, right? It's like in its 10th season, I think, which is crazy. TV shows don't go on for that long anymore, but Walking Dead does. How did that happen?
0: How do you get to be a zombie?
1: It depends on You're the lore. A dead person? So, okay. In The Walking Dead, you become a zombie if somebody if if another zombie bites you. If another zombie, if another zombie bites you, there's an indeterminate time where you would also become a zombie. There's actually more of a twist in The Walking Dead that's a little bit of a spoiler, but – so I'm not going to mention it. But the general idea of zombies is that, oh, look, there's a zombie, so it bites you. But then it's like, how did that first zombie become a zombie? And it's usually some sort of government thing happened, and it was an experiment that (laughs) went so wrong, you know. Mm. Um, In a recent show, like very recent, uh, Kingdom is on Netflix, and it's a Korean – made like like Korea made a TV show about say if there was a zombie apocalypse in medieval Korea so you have all these guys in these elaborate robes and huge hats and swords dealing with a zombie outbreak and it's fascinating I love this show I'm I'm still watching it right now and I really enjoy it maybe it's because it's uh, a foreign show because it's made produced in Korea and, you know, that adds, you know, to the uh, to the bit of it. But so well done. I was like, oh, my God. So they, they're, they're taking it so seriously. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think it I think it's I think it's wonderful. And they like the the zombies in that show have different rules too. like they discover that they only come out at night because they don't like sunlight. So they all run and scamper into like a cave or something like that. And then when night comes, oh, watch out. It's going to be very bad. And all that stuff. But that's the whole zombie thing.
0: Max, when he was little, he got us. Um, he would make sure that we had all the right stuff in case of the zombie apocalypse. Mm.
1: <laughs> There's a handbook uh, that Hot Topic used to sell.
0: My
2: my boyfriend gave me that. Well, not my an, an old boyfriend gave me that for Christmas one year. I have never read it. He was so mad at me because like I didn't care. Like I was like, look, his name was Chris. I was like look Chris like I'm like I support you You can please be into whatever you like but I don't want to watch any zombie TV shows I don't want to watch any zombie movies it's not my thing and he would be like well but you're not going to be prepared for the zombie apocalypse and I was like there's there's not going to be a zombie apocalypse Christopher like we're it's fine.
1: This is the closest that we're going to get to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> I right kind of now. To, oh, shit.
2: If I still had Facebook, I would kind of message him and be like, "So was this in the book that you gave me? Because I still haven't read it, but I want, but I want to know. Maybe I should. I think it might be COVID. In my Locker, or, or something like it. I Are you referring to COVID? The, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like, I don't, okay, I don't know yeah. if I have the book up here. I think it's in my. I have, I have a lot of books. Um yeah, I think it's in my foot locker. Um but that's just, incredible.
1: What was he thinking?
2: He, oh, he loved <laughs> this. He okay, this to, is, be, fair, to this is credit, be to man. his credit. He got me two other books that year for Christmas. One was by uh Marcus Zusak, who wrote my favorite book. Book thief. He got me another one of his novels. And then he got me another book that he had read, a fiction novel, that he also thought I would like. And I did enjoy both of those very much. I just did it was like, I'm not reading this zombie survival handbook. Like I don't I don't care. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> I mean I didn't say that to him. I was just like, Oh thanks, Okay. And
0: I just have it's had a major it major thing for seven Since years. we're talking about stuff. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever, we're just sort of pivoting a little, a but
2: little. not really.
0: Oh. The, have you guys ever, Beth, especially you, did you ever listen, not not because you wouldn't, David, but I don't think that you would, listen to the podcast, The Dirty, or Dirty John? No, I watched some of the
2: Netflix show, but I did not listen to the podcast.
0: Okay, so Veronica's the podcast threat. is so <laughs> well, I knew it. It's so well done. It's um, a journalist, a reporter from uh, the LA Times, who there was this fucking psychopath dude that this woman who was not very smart, she was like, she'd had, she had five divorces under her belt, which doesn't mean that, that's not what doesn't make her smart. She fell for this guy whose nickname turned out to be Dirty John, and he basically just got out, out of jail the day that he signed up to this dating website. And he went out for dinner with her that night. He, he told her that he was a doctor. He showed up on all his dates wearing scrubs because obviously mm-hmm. that he's that's, yeah, that that's him a normal. Yeah. So he showed up to dates wearing your scrubs. Anyway, long story short, her adult daughters did not like this guy from the beginning. mm. And they were right about him all along. He was like, he was like crazy, nuthead, psychopath, just crazy, awful. The whole, I don't want to give too much, to, When well, I gave it all away, but it doesn't matter. In the end, the daughter, who was a little bit out there also, um, what saved her life was being a zombie aficionado because she, she killed Dirty John. Spoiler alert! Everybody, if you don't want to, if you don't want to spoil the podcast, fast forward as of about a couple of minutes ago. You, you can't. <laughs> because... you just, no. You can't do that. You've already you, you fucked the pooch here.
1: It's over. It, the cat's Start out of the bag. Fast back.
0: forwarding earlier. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, she her zombie spoiler alert. her zombie training. Is Ooh. what saved her life because you have to um, get Whoa. him in the heart, don't you? Like vampire style?
1: That's uh, it's actually generally not, but there have
0: oh, been okay. instances
2: where that What is that it? How, how do
0: you? It's how do the you, head. The head. <gasps> That's what it was. She oh got him God. right through the eye socket. Oh. <laughs> wow.
1: With an ice pick.
0: No, no. With the knife that he brought to kill her.
1: Ooh, okay yeah. there's so much more to this that's incredible that's the, incredible
0: the podcast is just absolutely <laughs> shocking it's it, it, it took me about midway through episode one to where this woman I, I was like well you deserve it because you're so dumb how can you possibly <laughs> fall for this oh yeah yeah anyway,
1: anyway so she's here, fine
0: now
1: here is veronica listening to these podcasts but put <laughs> elves <laughs> goblins orcs no elves <laughs> into something no
0: and Never. i will say that i
1: <laughs> or i'm obvious.
0: very glad that i um i overlooked my own rule for of suspension of disbelief to enjoy the harry potters with my kids but when harry potters the, the books first came out and all these adults around me were raving about the books i'm like about a wizard i'm sorry you're reading about a book about a kid wizard you're 35, you know, whatever, right. however old. But it turns out that they're really good. Mm-hmm. And I, and the I read them. Grow and- the books grow. And like Ashley, who's, who's doing book club with her baby girl. Yeah. I love that oh. so much. Oh, my God.
2: So girl we did that. Ashley. The kids
0: and I did that. We would read the book out loud to each other. You know, we'd each read a chapter or, you know, a few pages or whatever it was. And so we enjoy, we would enjoy the book. And then we would watch the movie after we were done the book. Wow. It was always, it was fun. It was our thing.
1: And I like it. To yeah. pivot way back to the, to the big colored glossy book that we were talking about before yes. for Star Wars. My mother and I used to read that when I was a small child. Oh. So it was Star Wars was my thing. And to keep the pivot there, the scene in the book that's there is the one where Biggs dark and luke skywalker go to um i think it's rashi station on tatooine
0: yeah together
1: before uh luke becomes embroiled with uh, obi-wan kenobi so it's pretty much the two kids luke and Biggs, uh hanging out at a bar together talking about the empire and how big stark uh dark said i joined the rebel alliance i'm gonna be a pilot
0: isn't that when they meet han solo no oh.
1: that's this particular scene would be before that. Okay. Because mm, Han was in Moss Eisley. That's a different starport, no, Veronica. I'm not Veronica. sure
0: what you're talking about. <laughs> I can no longer participate in this conversation.
1: No, it's okay. No, no, it's okay. This is just Dave um,
0: talking
2: to the collective audience.
1: This is me talking to a wall at the moment. So, and then earlier <laughs> yeah. today. Um, yes. Something that makes me very happy, and this is Star Wars related again, I'm sorry. This oh, is going to be very brief. I
0: thought it was going to be about the Habs. I know, okay, but it will go. be because I have
1: something about the Habs coming up here. Uh, the Clone Wars animated television show, meant for children, is some of the best Star Wars content you could watch. I just watched the season finale of the show finally uh, this afternoon, and I was very pleased with it. Incredible piece of work. Anyway, we do have Habs stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. In particular, I kind of want to talk about the athletic second half of their yes. voting, because this is yeah. rich stuff. Beth, did you read this? You can yeah. say no.
0: Did I, you? Did. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I did. There was a pause. I'm sorry. I didn't she's like, <laughs> she's like, yes. And you're like, did you read it? And she's like, eh. And
2: just
1: said. No. <laughs> <She> <laughs> so what I want to do. Dave,
2: could I read it?
1: Anyway, what I want to do <laughs> is that I just want to go through each of the graphs that they have because I because I think they're fascinating. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that that's asked in this uh fan vote is oh yeah, and how many people voted? That'd be a good nineteen ninety three. That's Did right. You I read the, David. <laughs> yeah,
0: David. I thought
1: this was different than the the last week's one. No, so, no, no.
0: They just split up week. everything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All the questions came at once. They split it up into two articles. Cause he, Because Arpin, Arpin and his partner, I forget his name. Marc-Antoine. Ar- oh. Yes.
2: They're doing a really good job at, like, really delving into and analyzing the results. So they can't, like, I mean, they could release all of us, but it would just be, like, three walls of text on a web page. Nobody wants to read that. So they're making it into smaller walls. Yeah. And the results. Spread result, the content uh, out. Yeah. Exactly. Nice.
1: Awesome. Good job, Arpin and Marc-Antoine. Yeah. Merci beaucoup.
0: Merci beaucoup. Merci bien. Wow. So the
1: first graph talks yes. about which which of these players has the most trade value. Uh, Jonathan Duroin, Max Domi, Jeff Petrie, or Thomas Tatar. And overwhelmingly, Jeff Petrie has the most trade value with 61% if we want to talk about that. And so I'm just going to talk about that. And then the least... Trade value would be Jonathan Drouin, which was like less than 10%. That's um, fine. Yeah, and that's fine. Jeff Petrie, yeah. but the, Jeff Petrie makes sense. That's all we them. heard. It yeah. was either Tatar or Petrie um, in the weeks leading up to the trade deadline, but we kept, but we kept hold of them both, and that's going to be something we're going to talk about about something later. That if we have time to, uh, we'll get to that as well. Um, the next thing that is there uh, anything we want to mention about that?
0: No, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah makes
1: yeah. sense. Makes sense. No so yeah. not a big not a big shock. No. Um no. which of these players should the Canadians absolutely not trade? Same. <laughs> Overwhelmingly, Jeff Petrie. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Petrie got yep. half of that vote, split between, and then the rest of the vote was split between uh Tatar Domi and Rowan again, with uh second place going to Domi. Uh, by a little bit of a margin over the other two. So Jeff Petrie has the best trade value and we should absolutely not trade him according to this fan vote, which was funny, but it makes sense. It's, it's, yeah. it's in line so far with what we've expected um, and what's happened, you know? Yeah. They're now both we true. get, yes. Now we get to what is the Canadiens' best asset? This is um, like minutia of the team, like their speed, their, their prowess on, on the ice. Um, This is the uh, prospect system. This is uh, certain lines, certain players. So there's a lot mixed up in here. Um, By and large, with 40% of the vote, prospects and young players were the Canadians' best asset, with second place being team speed, and then the top line of Tatar, Dano, and Gallagher. So it's all team stuff that made up the majority of the vote. And then a, a distant fourth was Kerry uh, Price or, yeah, yeah, Kerry Price. And then there's a yeah. list of, there's like a whole list of other things that were just almost like two, one or 2% of the vote. So yeah. in that, we're looking at prospects and young players. Again, not a shock.
0: That's what I voted as well.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: Can I ask the next one in French? Baby. Quelle est, quel est la plus grande locale? No. Uh, l'aucune du Canadien. Le du Cun? Canadien. L'aucune. Le Let me see. Is that an I? That can't be an I. Yeah. Yes, la, la, l'aucune du Canadien. Which means. Oh, it's right there. If, if I don't know I was like. Sorry. <laughs> <It's very laughs>
1: I was like, wow, is she is she really having a French question right now? I I was translating right it in real time. And I'm like, oh, it's on the freaking page. Well, I learned a it. new
0: word today. lacune. <laughs> uh, what is the Canadian biggest flaw?
1: Yes. And um again, it's not I a got huge it right su- as well. It's not a huge surprise. The lack of elite offensive talent. Someone to put the puck in the goddamn net. And we had a spark of that with um, Kovalchuk. You know, he was a guy that could score huge goals at incredibly opportune times. Like, the guy was a movie, you know? He'd get on the ice, and he'd get that goal that we need to get us ahead. And, man, yes! that was a good feeling. Um, second Number two. was, and it's a huge margin. Like, you're going from 56% to 15% in this. And the next issue is the blue line depth. I would have chosen that if I actually voted. in yes, this Yes, because
0: I, that was your mantra all year.
1: Yeah. We need more stable. But how defense. are we going
0: to win? We have exactly. to score more goals than the uh, routine. team.
1: I'm, I'm a big believer in the transition from defense to offense. We need more control in our zone. And, yeah, it, like you said, it's def- it, I've been saying it all along. Get the puck yeah. out of the zone. And that's, that was a huge issue um, for the Habs, unfortunately. But, you know, we'll see. We got this kid, Alexander Romanov, coming at some point. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then third place is, for fuck's sakes, <laughs> the biggest flaw? Yes. Guess what yeah. third place is?
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it, so I know. Muscles. Yeah, muscles. Old oh,
0: biceps. Yep. And I mean, by that, by, I mean, Mac Bridgerton. Our respectful arm, man. Mm-hmm. And
1: then fourth, which was very close, was uh, the inability to sign free agents, which is...
0: It's not a flaw in as much as it's a, just a reality.
1: It's such a weird thing with the free agent bit, which we can actually talk about um, only today with frickin' uh, Miko Leskinen.
0: Yeah. What was his name? Yeah.
1: Um, highly, highly touted rumor that uh, the Habs were trying to go in for this uh, defenseman, left defenseman as well. The best in the KHL, which is great. I didn't read a whole lot into him. I thought I had heard. I, had heard, I thought he had played in the NHL before and moved uh, over to the KHL. But apparently that wasn't the case. Um, he's 26, 27 years old, kind of old to be starting in the NHL. And that's like one of the things with all of this. And um, it, it, it is that he's 26, 27 years old playing NHL hockey for the Leafs, which I think is the worst part of all this because the mm. Leafs picked him up and yeah. the Leafs, of course, are desperate for defense. And yes. for whatever reason, they have zero cap space, but can sign a fucking guy anyway.
0: Ugh.
1: Ridiculous. It's
0: ridiculous.
1: They have four players on long term injured. Reserve. It's ridiculous. It's,
0: I cannot stand it.
1: I'm sure there's a rational reason that if you have one guy on injured reserve, you can just have 80 people because they're at like, they have like $95, $95 million against the cap. That's more, that's more than the, it's way more than the players that are injured, you know? Uh, And uh, and it's ridiculous. I hate
0: it. Don't even get me started.
1: Oh, I won't. Next thing. Anyway, (laughs) we didn't get that guy and yeah it's okay it, whatever whatever it, it's it's okay too
0: bad so sad no he's never no played ice. on nhl ice good no. luck and he's an old man so whatever yeah 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 he's an yeah.
1: old he's an old 27 oh yes like 27 damn
0: he probably likes like yacht rock and stuff like that
1: <laughs> yeah he probably still listens to like nirvana
0: yeah he does
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like grungy he wears like grunge
1: yeah he wears like
0: um <laughs> Flannel shirts, flannel shirts,
1: flannel shirts, flannel. Doesn't get his hair cut, and, and like tuk, yeah. To Starbucks.
0: Goodbye. And this is a
1: good one. What? À quelle epoque étiez-vous d'avenue un fan du canadien?
0: Excellent.
1: It was very devenu kind of threw me. Un, un fan. They said fan. Usually I hear partisan. You know, like a fan. Yes. Like At bottom. Um, anyway. Era, yes. Oh really? Is that the
0: is that the dis- distinguishing? I thing believe here? so. Yes.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Some franglais.
0: Please, listeners, correct me.
1: Yeah, correct me as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway,
1: uh, in what era did you become a Kanazians fan? And these were cool. Most yeah. Listen, it was very. It was a lot more even than the other other well, ones. Um, a majority, a third of them were became fans during the Koivu years. I was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Very nice, very nice." Um, next, uh, again, this is again very close. Next was, let's see, the '70s Dynasty. Of course, I mean, come on, can't go wrong with that. Uh, next was- Oh my god, was, it was
0: so funny because can I say something?
1: Yeah, of course you
0: can say. We were it, honey. we were ta- um, We caught the. Um, uh, we were talking about the. Um, I, I tweeted yesterday about the. 2010 men's gold medal game being on NBC yesterday they were showing it on NBC yesterday afternoon and I remember thinking oh my god we have to watch this because it's maybe my favorite feeling as a hockey fan ever watching that game
2: Mm.
0: and because I got to share it with everybody in Canada like it's different when the Habs win the Stanley Cup Which is a very long time ago now, but but this is because we got to share in it with everybody in the country who were all on the same team, so it was so fun. Anyway, I was like, it kind of sucks because we were watching it on NBC, so we're not going to hear the Canadian call Mm -hmm. of the game of the goal. But it uh, two things. It was really funny Um, right before or right after the third period and before the OT. um, The guy from NBC was interviewing. Oh shit! What's his name now? parise who got the tying goal like in the dying minute of the Mm. regular of the third period so he was interviewing him like today during covid parise was in his house the other guy from nbc was interviewing him from his house and so they were talking about their memories of uh the 2010 the 2010 games in vancouver and he was talking about how he and his other american teammates were like at it, they were having dinner or something in one of the tents at Olympic Village. And he said that a guy came up, like, recognized them, came up to their table and put a note face down on their table. This was before the gold medal game. And so he's like, What's it, what is this guy? And so he picks up the note and it says, you guys are going down on Saturday. And Uh-oh. it was so funny. Because, or on Sunday, whenever it was. Because um, the interviewer from NBC is like, that is so Canadian. Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't even interrupt your dinner or trash talk. He was, like he didn't use any like you know he leaves a note saying you guys are gonna lose on Sunday. It was just so polite, so very Canadian. But anyway,
1: you guys aren't gonna win that either.
0: <laughs> sorry to say, <laughs> we're sorry. Enjoy your dinner, guys. Um, sorry, um, <laughs> but oh, and so and then it made me think of I we've we've talked previously on this podcast about how. Um, my boyfriend is a beleaguered, heartbroken Canucks fan. The Canucks have broken his heart more than once, mm. and so he said, "In 1976, Montreal hosted the Olympics, and the next year Montreal won. And in 1988, Calgary hosted the Olympics, and the next year, I, you know, the next, the next year. So in 1976." Montreal, Olympics, 1977, Habs, Stanley Cup. 1988, Calgary, Olympics, 1988, 1989, the Flames, Stanley Cup. When they beat the Habs, but who cares? Um, And then he goes, and then in 2010, Vancouver hosted the Olympics, and in 2011, Vancouver lost game seven to the Stanley Cup, and he was so sad. I'm like, but to be fair, Tbh, <laughs> in the 70s, the Hebs won every year, so you can't yeah. really feel bad. Calgary was a was an outlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not one. a real pattern there. Lanny. 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 <laughs> he still got that mustache.
1: That's incredible. At I least wish I knew what oil Larry he uses. Robertson
0: got Robinson got rid of his. Eventually. Because Robinson had quite the push broom mustache as well. (laughs) Awesome. Anyway,
1: speaking of, I've been I've started curling mine. Mustache.
0: Like, um, handlebars.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get the um the the pugilist uh look. Next time I get into a pugilist, thank you. Next time I get a uh Um, in in fisticuffs with somebody.
0: Who is our friend? Well, we, have,
1: we have so many. I don't recall that he one. He has the a
0: formidable oh. mustache beard combo. If you want right. advice.
1: Well, I haven't shaved since March twelfth, so. Yeah. It's gang it's gang there. We yeah. have only a few minutes left. What should we oh. talk about?
0: Uh, we should talk about um the draft.
1: So okay, yeah. today. Today uh, there was the call – it was either the governor's – the NHL governor's call or the NHL GM's call. I think it was the governor's call if I'm recalling correctly. You're Uh,
0: correct. It's the governor's. uh, Yes, governor's.
1: governors. (laughs) Okay, So no decision. Ah, Nothing on the draft. And that was – I was really hanging on that to talk about it today. And then Pierre Lebrun's like, sorry, Dave. We're not going to – there's no decision. I was like, fuck off, Pierre and so now we're here and we <laughs> had to talk about Star Wars for 45 minutes and zombies. So Although
0: apparently there will be a decision before the end of the week and there's right. no such thing as a vote because I was watching Pierre Lebrun on Inside whatever insiders whatever on TSN. Insiders. Yep, okay. something like that. Anyway, he said that it's pretty much up to Batman <sighs> and one other dude. <sighs> And no, it's not, there's no, it's not a democracy. So, and there presumably will be a decision before the end of this week.
1: We will see about that, shall we? Oh,
2: yeah. Guys, guess what I just found? That, okay, sorry. Money. I wish. Um, (laughs) The Wisconsin Hockey Twitter just put out a quiz you can find out which uh player you are. <gasps> I am taking it right back.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
2: Um oh, send the link. I will send it. Okay. Yeah.
1: So the reason why the um <clears throat> a decision on the draft is important is whether it's gonna be in June, which would be early, or, you know, out to July, which I think, yeah, it's like the usual time that the that the draft is. Um, and that would be kind of weird because if it's in June, then you have to assume yeah. that there's not going to be a uh, rest of the season. And if that's the yeah. case, that throws a whole lot of stuff into flux, especially for the Habs who have a glut of resources to use. And, um, like the Athletic had an article out, uh, from, uh, that, uh, was written by Arben Bazu, mm-hmm. friend of the podcast. Yes. Um. Who was saying that a draft in June would severely undermine the Habs? And he made a lot of good points, but I don't think it's gonna be as severe as that. Because if we find out if the Habs, you know, if we find out, you know, yeah, this week we. or next week, I mean, there'll be time to pivot, time to make calls. Pivot. You know? I'm pivot. sure I'm sure that's, that's not gonna be as crazy. Granted, now we have 10
0: seconds. 997654321.
1: Wow. Bye. Bye.